another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Molly. And I'm Michael. And in today's episode, we're just going to highlight the news from this past week of our news volume two. If you listen to the first one, this is our second version of the news series that we're doing, um, just because we feel like there's a lot to talk about this week and just want to overview, especially with the Vanderpump reunion part three coming out. We have lots of thoughts and feelings towards that. So should we just get started in the news aspect, Michael? Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, well, before we get into Vanderpump, let's first talk about the challenge, 39. I saw that you, that you added that there's some new spoilers, so we want to go into that. Yeah, so the uh, challenge season 39 has begun filming. Uh, they started about a week ago, and we have some cast spoilers and some theme spoilers. I won't go into specific names, just for anyone who doesn't want to know that yet. Um, but for anyone who doesn't want to know anything at all, pause this, fast forward for a few minutes. <laughs> but um, the theme appears to be new blood, in quotes. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the official name, but that's kind of what's out there right now. And it's a pretty small cast. So far, 24 names have been spoiled. Um, that appears to be the entire cast. Usually there's anywhere 30 to 36. So this is a pretty small one. Um, but the big news is that there's no champs and the entire cast pretty much um, is comprised of challengers who debuted within the last few seasons, uh, past three to four seasons, really, which for anyone who doesn't watch the show and really only watches like Big Brother Survivor, sounds like a lot. <laughs> you know, most people only play Big Brother or Survivor once or maybe two or three times. But the challenge for anyone who doesn't know typically has people that come back season after season after season for, you know, going on two decades now for some of these people that are still around in, in the challenge universe and so for the entire cast almost to be only people who started within the last three or four seasons is pretty unheard of um you know last time they did something like this it ended up that there were I think 10 to 12 um, champions that came in later in the season to compete against them but that doesn't sound like that's happening this time um from what we know so far so molly as someone who really only has watched the challenge usa um but it's a little bit familiar with the challenge universe um is this something that would get you excited to maybe um you know easier to kind of jump in on a season with with newer players um or, or what do you think of that yeah so i was thinking i cause i i know when you were told me that people would just come back after season after season i was like that's a lot like they're just like living on the show basically <laughs> Really, it's their um, job. Yeah. yeah, that's their job. Um, but so it's interesting because I feel like I would watch the season now. I mean, I would have watched other seasons too, but then I feel like I could be missing out on some of the relationships, drama, or whatever within people within the show. Um, but now that it's all new people, then I can just jump in and not have to worry about pre you know, like anything that could have happened in prior season. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that for someone who doesn't watch the show regularly, this is probably a great season will be to jump in on. I think where I 
I'm a little bit afraid is just that it's going to kind of lose the core audience a little bit. I'm not so bothered by it. It's really, it's it's obviously just one season. The, you know, regular names, I'm sure, will be back for season 40. Season 40, I'm sure, will be a huge, big celebration season like 30 was. But I, I I'm actually a little bit relieved, I guess, in a weird way, because... I was, when I saw the Challenge USA cast, we talked about it in our very first episode, how the Challenge USA kind of went the opposite way and went from, you know, season one, how it was all newbies to adding in a bunch of vets. And I remember saying at that time, how is this going to be any different from the regular flagship show now? And the way that I think they're differentiating it is by pretty much in the flagship version now only comprising that of all the the newer uh, competitors who wouldn't be considered you know big enough names to come in as you know these uh team captains or whatever they're going to be for the challenge usa season two but you know it'll be a lot of people i think from looking at this list who have debuted in the past few seasons and were only on one season and didn't come back the following year and it was like well why did we get to know all these people and then they didn't come back the next season and they kept doing that these last few years and so a lot of these names coming up, it sounds like, are going to be those people who we thought were kind of one and done. So I'm excited to get to know them better. And I think it'll be a good way to, to, for people to invest in them and then in the future to kind of get this whole new group of, of veterans uh, to, to take the lead for, for the seasons coming up. So I'm excited for it. I think if nothing else, it'll be a, a, a totally unique, different season. Yeah, and do we have a premiere date for that one yet? No, not yet. We do have a premiere date for um, USA Season 2, which I believe is August. I don't have the date right in front of me, but it's sometime early August. Um, I I think the week after Big Brother starts. (laughs) Nice. So, yeah, this yeah. is our our big month of reality TV show. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We'll have a lot around that time. So, uh, yeah, that'll that'll be big. Uh, what we got next, Molly? So now, should we talk about Vanderpump? Why and not? All Let's the craziness of the reunions. <laughs> um, well, what are your thoughts on first of all, like splitting up the three parts? Do you think each part was necessary, or like? Maybe could have cut it shorter in some aspects. What do you think? I do. I think the three parts were something like this was great. A lot of times, you know, these reunions will be a little bit bloated with three parts. We've even seen a couple four-part reunions on different shows. But I think three, along with the extended versions on Peacock, were perfect for this. I actually almost wish that we had covered more during yeah. it, weirdly um because i feel like there was some stuff especially with like tom and katie's relationship that didn't necessarily get its own segment that i think deserved it but because of everything going on everything that wasn't scandal related felt like filler what it really wasn't but <laughs> it kind of felt like it sometimes because that was obviously all anyone wanted to hear about but i i think overall None of the episodes to me seemed like total filler. What did you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with that because I feel like each ep- each part, I think, had something different to it. Or just like you just could get more out of each episode. It wasn't just like, oh, we just need to fill up the space here. Like they really did have the content for all of right. it. Um, And so that was good. I think 
what everyone was anticipating was more so like leading up to the third part of just seeing Raquel out there because I feel like in the first two parts we kind of missed a lot of that drama because Raquel wasn't able to sit around everyone else because of the restraining order um which also was funny then to see her reactions on what was happening (laughs) just like straight face like I don't know. I, I know. It, I, I I joked. I was like, well, I wonder if she forgot to turn on the TV. Like she's just <laughs> not reacting at all. <laughs> like, yeah. And compared to Sheena when she was out there in the trailer and had like all these facial reactions, and um, I guess she had Ali uh, and and Brock to talk to in the trailer, which is <laughs> I guess a little bit different. But um, yeah, that was wild um, to. To see, I mean, we can kind of, I guess we don't have to go into the part three, you know, the end of part three revelation quite yet, but did you think that anything at all went too far in terms of, especially Lala and James chiming in on everything? I've seen kind of both sides on Twitter. Some people think a little bit concerned, especially with Raquel, that maybe, you know, this could cause her to spiral and and do something harmful or um especially you know added all with fan reaction but then others say well they did it to themselves and this is one of those situations where normally on a show like this you might see that and say oh my god they're terrible they're going way too far but in a situation like this kind of you know kind of deserved I, what do you, i don't know what do you think yeah some of their comments i was like maybe that was a little too far um but it's also a tv show and they wanted the ratings as well i'm sure so like they probably had some sort of aspect of that thinking like oh if we say this this will be big um because they know they are filming but i don't know if they like entirely meant everything to be like as deep hitting as they like maybe it seemed to be like on the on the other like on the viewer side I think they just like to use words that are like can be really aggressive and then just like they don't see the repercussions in that moment necessarily. Um, that's my maybe my take on it, just in terms of like I also haven't seen like all of the seasons of them, so I don't know them as people as well as like you do in terms of like how they react. But I know like I've seen like with James, like with his anger stuff, sometimes like he can lash out and he's definitely he's working on it you said with therapy but it's funny because then when andy mentioned that comment of like oh how's that going and then he's like good and then they're like well it doesn't look like it today and he's <laughs> like well everyone everyone chimed in and was like well this is an excuse like this is this is the next right, right. <laughs> um but i don't know i feel like raquel definitely and tom they did this to themselves and they definitely do like deserve the hate overall what's happening but i think there's a level of like there's maybe a little bit going too far yeah you know i think i give ariana a total pass on her aggressiveness yeah i wasn't even mentioning ariana obviously (laughs) he was the one directly affected by this the most and you know we have to remember that this filmed at the end of march so this all came out at the very beginning of March. I think it was March 2nd or 3rd that this came out to the public. I think March 1st actually was when Ariana found out. Yeah. So this was not even a month after this all began. And so we're watching this three months later almost. And to us, 
you know, we've been talking about this for months now and people have kind of come to accept it a, a little bit more. Whereas I think back then we were still all really wrapping our minds around it and they all hadn't had a chance yet to really do any interviews or anything where they got to talk about this. And so I do think that if this was filmed, you know, a month or two later, then everyone would have been a little bit calmer, a little bit more willing to let them talk and have a productive conversation, maybe. <laughs> but because of when this was filmed, which I'm glad, hey, I'm glad it was filmed back then because we want to see these raw emotions. The raw reactions. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I do think we have to remember that. And I think the test will be now that filming is set to begin, I believe, at the end of this month how everyone kind of, you know, talks about it and, and uh, if Sandoval and Raquel do come back, which who knows who else coming back, but let's just assume they all do, then I think we'll see how now that everyone's had a little bit more time to process how they react to them and uh, converse with them then. Yeah, no, because that's, I mean, they also they pushed back the filming which was also interesting which now we can touch on like the shocking whatever the news right. is going to be with the end of it which i think i mean it wasn't entirely that shocking to me i don't know how you felt about that um but it was crazy hearing raquel's then like final interview at the end of that episode three of her sharing like the certain times of when they also they had hooked up that we didn't know about um which included when she stayed the night when ariana was out of town for her grandmother's funeral which was so so messed up um and also in mexico which she had already kissed schwartz there which is so funny um but I, she just like her emotions there the way she just like felt the guilt it seemed and just she was trying to people please it seemed like to like a dangerous amount that was then hurting everyone <laughs> including herself um and with especially because she just thought tom was the only person on her side like she had to then protect tom and tom was telling her not to share this stuff but then she was just like okay well now i need to and that's why it all came out but do you think that Tom is upset with that? Or how do you think, or with Raquel's sharing of that information, what are your thoughts overall? I'm sure he's not happy. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if, I, I have to think that after Raquel did that interview, she told him what she said. I, I, I just have to assume that. And I know that we saw them talking when, Sandoval was on was it a train or a plane I can't remember we saw the conversation you know the picture of yeah. of him with the with calling her so I don't know if that was after he you know knew what she said and in that case it, I guess seems like they're on speaking terms at least <laughs> um but I don't know if he found out with all the rest of us watching it I know that none of them received the episode beforehand which is unusual they usually, you know, get the episode a day or two before everyone else sees it and, you know, press gets it as well so they can write reviews, recaps, whatever. But I know nobody 
received the episode beforehand this time. So if she didn't tell him, that was probably the first time he found out about it, too. And in which case, that would be really interesting to see what happens when filming picks back up. But yeah, I don't know what what they know, but I was a little bit a little bit disappointed too that that was the big reveal only because i feel like everybody had hyped it up so much and all these theories on twitter and tiktok and instagram and everywhere of people saying i think i know what the big reveal is if you watch this scene you know when you slow it down and watch it in reverse then like i mean people are coming up with crazy things but it turned out to be, obviously this is big, but I don't think it's big enough to where people wouldn't want to come back to the show. I don't quite understand why the executive producer had said that they needed to see this before they picked back filming up because they might not want to come back after it. That doesn't make any sense to me. I do get why they would want to have seen it before filming because that does change a little bit in terms of how they interact with them especially how sandoval and raquel interact with each other maybe that's what he was talking about that's raquel sandoval wouldn't want to come back or raquel wouldn't want to come back maybe that makes a little bit of sense but i don't think it directly affects anyone else so much because yeah they I already hate point, yeah they're already it's already done the amount of times like they they didn't believe that it was only the one time anyways like when they when tom got on saying that like they were just like that's not true like, right. They already knew that he was lying to them. But the so, crazy thing to me is that yeah. Sandoval kept saying at the reunion, it does matter whether it was one time or a million times. And everyone else is saying, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's so bad anyways. And he's saying, it does matter. Okay, well, if it matters, then you can't come. Like, it, it matters. And now you were caught lying about this even. So in your own, by your own logic, you're an even bigger piece of crap. <laughs> exactly. Like, he just has no self-awareness, basically, yeah. of anything. Um, but, I don't know. Do you want to see him and Raquel in the next season? Like, what are your thoughts? I want to see Sandoval. Because, right. and I think it makes sense for him to come back. Because he has been a part of this group since the very beginning. So, it does make sense for him, I think, to come back. And I think... I don't think he's going to have an easy time filming the season. I don't think anyone's going to forgive him right away or at all, really. But I think we'll see him and Schwartz filming together. We'll see him and Lisa filming together. I guess he'll be at group events and just kind of stay in the corner by himself. I don't really know who. I don't yeah. know. but. If I had to guess right now, I don't think Raquel's going to come back. Because I don't, it sounds like her family is very protective or controlling is the right word over her. And I just think they are going to say that it's not in her best interest to to come back. And hopefully the public will kind of eventually settle down if she's not on TV actively anymore. So maybe maybe she comes back in like a smaller role and just films a few scenes here and there with Sandoval. Maybe Sandoval comes back in a smaller role and isn't, you know, a main cast member, but just kind of films every, I, I have no idea. 
I, it'll be really, really interesting because I don't think we've quite seen anything like this before. Yeah, no, I'm really curious to see what will happen. And I agree that I don't think Raquel will be coming back for the next season. Um, but I think Tom will be. And it was like, because I mean, Ariana was saying that she doesn't want to be filming with him or being seeing him again. So we'll have to see how that yeah. actually would happen. I don't know that if that can happen. Um, or if there's a group scene, then she if he was going, like she wouldn't be going. Um, yeah. or vice versa. But I'm just curious overall, like how that's gonna work. Because there's a yeah. lot of overlap that happens. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I I don't think of Ariana as the type of person who's gonna say, I'm not coming to this if Tom comes. I think what she'll do more so is just if they're in a room together, she'll be in this corner, he'll be in that corner. And she'll say, he's welcome to be here. I'm not going to talk to him. You're not going to get me to film a scene with him, is my guess. I don't think they will say three words to each other the whole season, probably. And then I think hopefully what will happen is after a season like that, where they're really not at all in communication, then for season 12, I could see both of them softening a little bit, you know, time has passed and probably more things have happened and just the dust has settled a little bit. And then I think maybe they can be a little bit more cordial towards each other, hopefully, if they're both kind of, you know, in new relationships and whatever, you know, at that point, it won't be quite so toxic. Yeah. For sure. I already saw Ariana is kind of with someone new. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if uh, from, he went to Coachella and they talked, Brad, her friend talked about that on Nick's podcast. Yes. Um, and side story is I commented on Nick's <laughs> trailer for this podcast episode saying that the trailer was even better than the trailer, than the reunions trailer was and I got over 430 likes on that comment. So just wanted to put that out there. I have a famous comment out there. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what did you do? Were there any revelations from that episode that you thought that Brad... Uh... Um, he also, well, he mentioned, like, kind of uh, guessing. So this came out before part three came out of the reunion. Um, Nick had asked him about what he thought for what the big revelation would be. And he kind of, he mentioned that that could be related to timeline stuff, but that it didn't really matter at that point. Like if it started earlier or if it didn't, like no one had really cared at that point. Like whatever, what it was going to be, like really wasn't going to affect people. I didn't really think of that. So this wasn't really a timeline thing. It was more just like the times thing. which is kind of related i mean it's not like entirely it's just more just like when did it happen which i guess is kind of a timeline um but it was just the exact moments of it but he didn't assume that but he just like was like it doesn't really matter um but i still think if i'm being totally honest i still think it started earlier than they're saying yeah so we still don't know that but yeah i don't think we'll ever we will never know the exact truth There's, there's no way because they could say whatever they want, but we're all going to say, you know, not believe them necessarily unless there's some sort of proof. So 
I, I yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever fully know the, the true extent of it. Um, yeah, but the podcast overall was interesting. Like, it was yeah. cool to see from someone who's so close to Ariana just about what's going on and how he said that he saw a shift with Tom, like, within the past year. That, like, he was, he used to be really close to Tom and, like, our, the, like they were friends with, like, as a couple. Like, he was close to both of them. Mm -hmm. and then it was something that just like changed mentally for him or something that went on that was changing his behavior so he could sense something was different and like it was around the time cheating started I guess or like close to when that was starting yeah um but yeah crazy stuff yeah, well, we will lives certainly on. <laughs> keep up with, you know, as filming begins in the next few weeks, and I'm sure tidbits will be coming out uh, from from filming, so we will certainly keep you updated as we yeah. hear more from that. Yes, and I'm glad that I now have started watching Vanderpump, so I'm in the I now. am too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone is talking about it. I was even introducing it to some of my friends. I was watching the reunion with the part three the other night who people who hadn't even seen any of the other oh episodes. my god what did they think of that Ugh, they that was... were like what is going on like <laughs> why is Tom so terrible basically <laughs> like you don't have to be having watched any previous episodes to know how bad of a person Tom right no I think you can tell that within five minutes of watching the show and I mean especially I don't even think we mentioned this but the t-shirt comment that he oh made, my God. <laughs> that I think you can literally so just hear that one sentence and say wow this is a pretty awful human yeah the fact that Schwartz had to just like fold over on oh my god he just like put his head down and <laughs> yeah that was like that was the moment you knew everything was fucked for Thompson yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that I feel like I didn't used to hate him so much. Like, I mean, obviously nobody hated him as much as they did before March 1st. <laughs> but um, but I feel like I always kind of would in my mind like defend things that he would say that would kind of be cringy and not necessarily the nicest or, or greatest uh, opinions that he would have on things. But because I loved Ariana so much, I kind of always put a little bit of a, blind eye to that stuff because I thought well if Ariana likes him so much and you know maybe he just doesn't always know how to communicate his thoughts in the best way and I could kind of say like well I see where he's coming from on certain things but now that I don't have like he and Ariana aren't connected in that way anymore it's like you watch back things from old seasons and, and even just this reunion now and it's like oh my god how did I ever like this person at all <laughs> but i guess also you kind of had the rose colored glasses like through ariana's eyes thinking like oh he's right. a fine person <laughs> right and i think also there was always you know jacks on the show who would do things that were so much worse than anything that tom would do or james in the past has, has said and done things that were so much worse and so there was always someone worse that was the person being talked about and kind of on the outs with the group and so that person until now was never actually Tom Sandoval and so now it's like you don't have all those all the other noise around him to to kind of push that to the side and I don't even know how you can top that now so 
well that's what's so crazy is that like where does the show go from here and and we've talked about you know obviously can they film together but just in terms of what's happening like the show is kind of at its peak right now it would seem we all thought that was season two before now but i mean this even topped that and it'll be really interesting i think to see if the show can continue this momentum at all and i'm glad they are filming soon because then we won't have an extremely long break between seasons we'll kind of have the normal probably six month break or so um so i'm glad that at least i'm sure they're trying to get this back on air as soon as possible so i yeah i think um it'll be very interesting but, um, yes so we'll just have to keep updating our reality tv news of what's going on if we have any highlights to share but just to absolutely. wait till that the filming starts up and we get the new season but we'll have to see when that happens <laughs> Uh, what we so, got what do we got next molly next is some bachelor news or i guess not really news but we have some rumors um from matt and rachel potentially breaking up matt was the bachelor um right during covid seasons and then chose rachel but they didn't actually get engaged they started dating um for those that didn't know that was also the downfall of chris harrison season um yeah. But overall, I don't know what to believe with this breakup potential. I don't know, because maybe they just haven't been together for a few weeks or a month, and then they that's why they haven't posted each other. But a lot of people have been seeing them not post anything with each other, and they usually post a lot. And they, I don't know. What, I don't, are they still I don't following wanna, each other? I think they are. I will double check that, but that would have been a big, I would have probably seen that news if that happened. <laughs> I'm in the, the Bachelor TikTok space, um, but I don't know. I want them to still be together, but I just don't know at this point. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because their relationship started off in such a rocky place because by the live reunion, they weren't together anymore, right? When when the season ended and we had the, the after the final rose, at that point the controversy had really just happened, and my my recollection is that they were not really together anymore at that time, and then they got back together afterwards. Is that right? They had said that they were broken up at the after the final rose, but then I remember hearing some rumors about stuff saying like they really were never broken up mm. they just had like maybe like that kind of like brief conversations about it but it was never like a full-on like oh we're not together okay. talking or maybe it seemed that way because they wanted it to be portrayed that way on that's TV. what i was gonna say do you think maybe yeah. that was kind of matt saying i can't possibly say that i'm still with her after all this so i'm just gonna say we're broken up and once the everyone's kind of calmed down a little bit then we'll say we're back together <laughs> for sure well also confirming that they are still following each other on okay. instagram okay so give that what it is but um i just don't know if we're gonna get more information about it or they're just gonna still be laying low and like not trying to say anything about it mm -hmm. um but it's interesting no one's like spotted them out together either 
recently. Um, but all speculations right now, nothing confirmed from either of them or friends or family. So we'll have to see. But Bachelor Nation does find things out. So. I, I mean, it's crazy to me how you know, for the last few years, they've put out all the, the men or the women uh, about a week or so before filming starts. And my understanding or my assumption is that they do that because people will find out like controversial social media posts and everything, you know, terrible past tweets and racist things a lot, hell of a lot faster than their producers do, apparently. And so better to just get that all out there and let the fans do their investigative reporting. And then they can start the season knowing that there's nothing that will come out. Yeah. So, yeah. Bachelor fans are crazy in a great way in that way. <laughs> For sure. Well, we'll have to see what happens, Matt and Rachel, but I don't want them to be broken up. Yeah. Okay. We have a lot of great <laughs> Bachelor breakups, I feel like. Well, maybe yeah. it's, I'm also conflating Bachelor engagements and weddings, too. So <laughs> I feel like we've had a lot of Bachelor news either on either extreme end. Yes, definitely. Well, yes, there's some more Bachelor news. This is for Bachelor in Paradise spoilers. Uh, Um, So if you don't want to be spoiled of the cast, just skip ahead a little bit. But we saw that Rachel and Blake will be on this season. Rachel Recchia, who was previous Bachelorette, and Blake, who was the winner, got engaged to Katie on Katie's season of The Bachelorette. And so there are people, also Blake came back season the next season after he was on Claire and Tasha's season. So he was a returner. So this is kind of like a, almost like a Nick Vigal, like redemption. Well, of like I was going to say stage. even like a, a, a Chris Bukowski. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah, there's, Level, yeah. Uh, it's been a little bit though from the seasons. Like I thought Chris does that too. Like it's been like a, a few years. I'll come back now. Mm-hmm. Um, But with Blake I feel like I don't really care I mean like I'm happy for him that he wants to come back on the beach but I'm most excited to see Rachel on the beach I think that's gonna be really fun um yeah and seeing how like if there's any of the guys from her season like that's That's gonna be really funny yeah because I feel like we saw that a little bit it's a little bit with Becca when she came back a couple of seasons ago because Joe was on that season as well, who was one of her men. I don't think any of her other men. And I don't know that we've... I'm trying to think. Maybe we saw that with, like, Jake Pavelka on Bachelor Pad, if you go way, 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 way back. Yeah. And then there were some of his women on that season of Bachelor Pad. But... I don't know that we've ever really seen that before where a lead came back so quickly to where her or his cast from that from their season would still be around in the bachelor universe to you know to be on bachelor in paradise still um so that'll be really interesting yeah and i guess she also kind of had like half of a cast because she didn't get to date yeah, that's all of true. them. I guess in the first few weeks, though, they were both. They were dating both, yeah. yeah. Because, like, I feel like, I don't know if Johnny's going back. But it would be interesting, then, if Johnny went back. And then, 
potential i don't think this would happen but like if there was a potential between like rachel and johnny like that could be really funny <laughs> yeah it'll be really interesting to see if you know if her men are there whether those are the men that she kind of gravitates towards more so because she has a history with them or if she kind of steers away from those men and lets the other women have them because she already broke up with them for a reason <laughs> the first time but yeah that'll be really interesting i don't know how that's going to play out but they're a few days into filming already so yeah um, and do you think is ivan going to the beach you know what i can't remember i i was listening to reality steve's podcast which is where i got those two from and Aiden. i think most of the other names he brought up were from the most recent seasons of um this upcoming bachelorette or the the last season of bachelor's act season so yeah. i didn't you know those are pretty much 90 percent of the cast is the most recent seasons so rachel and blake i feel like were the bigger two names from okay. further back that he mentioned but there were a bunch of other names uh, from the most recent seasons that he also mentioned so go listen to that podcast episode from i think earlier last week i don't remember the exact date but a few days ago uh if you want to see the rest of those names cool yeah no i'll just take a look at that just because like if even also was going back to the season or he's not gone on bachelor fridays but if he's going he was her third choice like with rachel's season so that would be interesting seeing them yeah interact if they're both on the beach as well mm-hmm yeah, I, I think it, it is shaping up to be an interesting season. And Some I wonder drama. if they're going to do the, um, I, I always call it the the Casa Amor twist because it was stolen from Love Island, but the uh, split week, I think is what yeah. they called it. I wonder if they're going to do that again, because that really opens it up to so many more people to, to come on the beach. <laughs> so it'll be, um, it'll be interesting to see. What? Yep, we'll have to just wait and see when I start or start the end of the summer, right? Or have September. Yet, I don't think they've announced a specific. Oh, uh, I don't know. If there's a date, but I feel like it usually right. comes on it's like maybe it probably will be September again. Yeah, because Bachelorette is starting later than normal, but earlier than last year. I want to say last year was really late. But we also have the Golden Bachelor coming up. So I don't know whether Paradise yeah. is going to come before or after that. Oh my god, what if they have some of the senior citizens from there on Paradise? <laughs> I don't know how that, well that would work. <laughs> I would love that so much. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> well, just pitch it to the producers, see what they say. <laughs> I wonder if it's too late. I need to, I need to do that quick. Yeah, or just tell them for next year. Yeah. <laughs> well, talking about Bachelor in Paradise, sad to report. I mean, we we reported this already, but like how Brandon and Serene, which was were a couple from last season, the Bachelor in Paradise, they broke up, and we really didn't have that much detail within their breakup. Just like had their mutual statement. Um, but something came out recently that Brandon was seen with a girl in Austin. Texas. Um, I wish I was out at the bar because that would have been fun. I know um, he, made, he gave um, Reality Steven, his article, gave the name of the bar there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's out on West. I saw this. Oh, okay. Um, so I know where they were. Um, but that he was dancing with a girl 
and this was like days before the announcement came out, which I mean, I assume their breakup happened weeks before the announcement came out. They just were like processing things, but it is interesting timing wise that that video or just like scene with another woman, like, I think he can dance with whoever wants to if he's single, you know, like I don't, I don't right. fault him I'm for anything. People might think, cause oh. yeah, I don't think it's a cause either. Or if they were already kind of broken up and that forced their hand to come out with that statement because that was starting to circulate and people saw that and so they kind of had to come public about their breakup because of it so I think it's uh, yeah I I don't know kind of a chicken or the egg situation which came first (laughs) yeah I want to believe that Brandon wouldn't have cheated or like done something like if it was like on the rocks and then like gone and danced with someone but we won't know because we're not friends with Brandon. I guess unless he like comes out and like explicitly well, comes about it. Right. I think it's very possible. It probably won't happen soon, but you know, in a few months or so, I could certainly see one of them doing an interview and being asked about it, and um, and we'll kind of know more then. I would think, but I yeah, I don't I don't know that we'll know more until that point. Uh, I feel like they've just both been really quiet. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. They haven't put on any social media. I think. I think she just. Um, I don't know if she had deleted her Instagram or whether she just posted for the first time in a while. But I, I did see that. So maybe we'll start to hear more soon. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely tough to go through a breakup. I'm sure, especially with them in the public eye. So it's it was probably healthy for Serene not to be on her social media. Um, for a period of time, maybe she's better, more healed now. But that's what Ariana see. did. You know, she yeah. deleted her Instagram for a few weeks and then before coming back. Yeah, definitely, it's good for your mental health. I'm sure. Um, well, it's not. I'm sure it is. <laughs> so you don't see other people's posts. I, I can't say like, from uh, from personal yeah, experience. Like, <laughs> it works on social media. I feel like I shouldn't be bashing on it, but I know it is not the best for your mental health. Always. Um, but it's good in limits and like understanding your limits, it's good. So if you just need to take a break, like how Ariana and Serena need to take a break, like they knew that was best for them, so they just got off social media. Yeah. Um so we'll see. We'll try to let y'all know once we find out um if we can find out anything else about this breakup, but I don't know. At this point it's just it just happened. So it's pretty recent. Yeah, I, I think like, it's a waiting game to just kind yeah. of see when they start to talk publicly about it which i'm sure will happen because they're recent bachelor alums who are still somewhat relevant in the bachelor world and as the new season of bachelor bachelorette excuse me and and paradise start i'm sure they'll go on podcasts and be asked to do interviews about whether it's about the current season or or just updating um, their lives and and we'll hear more about it at that point Yes, for sure. Well, that's all for the Bachelor news we had. Now, shall we get into the next uh, next piece of news we want to talk about? Let's do it. So this is about the Kardashians and Real Housewives of Orange County breaking the fourth wall. In both shows, we saw conversations. Should we want to start with the Real Housewives of Orange County first and the hiking discussion of talking about Tamara's firing? Sure. So I, I think it's really interesting because 
back in the early days of reality TV, we never saw shows talk about break that fourth wall and talk about behind the scenes or we never saw cameramen at all. Um, there was they would always talk around things that would happen outside of the show. And recently, I, I'm trying to think of when this kind of started, but we've seen more and more shows start to break the fourth wall. I think really as the audience has gotten smarter, they've heard, they, they know that we're watching a show that we know that there are producers. We know that, 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 you know, these things exist. And so to pretend like they don't is being disingenuous. And so I really love the fact that we're seeing more and more of this. And just within the last week, like, like you said, we've seen two different shows really break that fourth wall in a big way. Um, the first being Real Housewives of Orange County in their season 17 premiere this last week. Um, we saw early on in the episode that when uh, Shannon and Emily were going hiking that they discussed the fact that Tamara Judge is returning to the show this season after, um, well, like she has said, being fired <laughs> um, a few years back. And, you know, I was curious to see how they would bring that up because obviously can't just pretend like she was always around or that, you know, this didn't happen. Um, but they just blatantly came out and said that she was fired and that's why she and Shannon had a falling out. Um, but I thought it was so interesting that they just really came out and said it that, yeah, she wasn't on the show anymore. <laughs> and that's why we stopped talking. Um, and then really, we saw a whole conversation about it on the Kardashians about how this was very meta. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen something quite like this before, that as they were filming season three of their show, season two was airing, apparently. And Courtney, or not Courtney, uh, Chloe and Kim and Scott Disick had a full-on conversation about reading a review of season two <laughs> and how fans were saying that they were hiding parts of their lives and not talking about what was really going on. And they had a full discussion about how much of their lives they share and what they don't share and how they, you know, Kim couldn't show her a lot of her relationship with Pete Davidson because Pete didn't want to film. And I just, that was so interesting and I thought great that they just talked about it um, because that really was a, a big conversation that while well, season two was airing, that those were the reviews that the season was getting. And yeah, I don't know. What what do you think about this, Molly? Yeah, I also really enjoyed that aspect of, because then you just, you feel more that like they are real people. Like it's not like, like reality TV, like, yeah, it's a show, but it's their lives. And if there are things that, their partner or whoever they're seeing like they don't necessarily want to be on the show like they don't have to be on the show like that's their decision to do as well um and the kardashians obviously have built up their entire like their lives around reality tv and like they've been growing their businesses outside of that as well but their show is so big for them that they're not going to just stop and like at any point i feel like they're just they just do it all the time so they're so used to that, but other people who come into their lives 
aren't used to that. And so if they don't want to be filming and being on a reality TV show, then they don't have to be. And people just don't necessarily see that. They just want all the details of their lives and don't want things to be kept private, even though like they have a right to keep things private if they want to. And they were even saying, Scott had mentioned in that conversation of saying like, well, like you guys want to still be filming or like they even said this like in that scene, which was crazy, which, and then obviously Chloe and Kim were like, no, like we love sharing our lives and we want to be as authentic and real as possible, but there's limits to that as well. Like they're not going to just like bring someone in. They just started dating who doesn't want to be like, they want to share what they want to share. And if someone was like feeling like forced to come in, then that wouldn't feel authentic to them either. Yeah. I'm sure there's also a level of if they start dating someone and that person really wants to film, then it becomes a thing of, well, are they just wanting to be with me because they want to be on a show or, you know, how genuine is this relationship? Whereas if their, their new partner doesn't want to film, well, that creates its own set of challenges, but at least, you know, it's genuine. (laughs) So I think that's always a kind of a, a fine line of, you know, how much can, can we show without feeling like we're hiding something but while also you know maintaining a certain level of, of privacy in and separating the show from you know your real life personal life and i i think that's always a, to- a discussion you know we've seen it you know on a bunch of shows where something comes out while the season is airing that you know was happening while it was filming but it's like well why aren't they showing this or you know we see it with like lawsuits and things where fans are like well why don't you bring this up it's like well it's a legal thing we can't really talk about it and i mean the fans just want to see see everything because now with social media we know everything whereas back in the day people weren't necessarily showing more we just didn't know as much we only knew what we were seeing because there wasn't social media for people to find things out and then go public with it so quickly and easily and so i think that the level of what they're showing probably hasn't changed too much it's probably actually more now because they're forced to show more because we how much we know but yeah i think it's just our level of knowledge of these people has just gone up so exponentially oh definitely and also with the show there are like 45 minute episodes that Mm -hmm. of course you can't encompass everything into a season of like 10 episodes 45 minutes long each that is going to be about someone's life like there's a lot more that they're filming also that is getting cut that isn't being shown about their lives too so they just put what's in the show like to be the most what they want to be shown out to the public well and i'll say a big difference between a show like kardashians versus a show like housewives is that Kardashians, they are editors, or they are executive producers on the show. They're not editors, but they're executive producers. And so they do have a little bit more control over what is seen and what isn't about their lives. Whereas Housewives, they have no control over what's seen. They film everything, but if they don't put it in the show, that's not something they can control at all. And so while fans are like, well, why aren't you showing this? You know, why why don't you have a storyline outside? It's like, well, I filmed all the stuff, but <laughs> they didn't show it. And we, we hear that all the time, I feel like, on these shows. And it's just not up to them. You know, if 
if they film it, they can only hope that it actually airs. So, yeah, yeah that's what's crazy about editing and all the footage they have to go through and just putting that into the show. Like, that's a lot of work, right? And making it make sense and yeah. not be extremely boring <laughs> and you know, keeping the story moving while also allowing you to really get to know everybody on a personal level and and sh- being accurate and showing their lives as much as possible yeah for sure well i'm glad that the shows decided to continue break or, i mean it's not continue but i feel like because we were seeing in some other shows like bachelor i feel like now we see producers more than we used to or hear them at least a lot more yeah. um so Even it's nice hearing them see. in interviews you know yeah. a lot of times we'll hear them ask a question whereas beforehand we never saw that at all. I mean, people, I remember, I feel like back in the day, people didn't know how those interviews worked. They were like, do they just go into a room and start talking? Or like, how does that work? <laughs> um, but now we we yeah. know and we hear. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is different. Like on a show like Big Brother, you know, you have, you don't, yeah. you don't see anyone. Every show has a, a little bit differently. Sometimes, you know, on these shows, they film them after the season wraps filming sometimes they do them more in the moment every few weeks um sometimes they do a mix of both they do like on the fly interviews that they're called when they interview them like in that moment like right after something happened and they get their real reaction a lot of shows don't do that as much anymore for whatever reason um but yeah it, it is so interesting though i feel like more and more as the years go on we do peel back those layers a little bit and I I love that yeah definitely well next on our news we have that the below deck under the below deck down under season two trailer came out um I did not see season one um and this will be coming out July 17th um so what are your thoughts I don't know I will watch this trailer. I actually haven't seen it yet, but I'll watch the trailer and probably watch the season now that we can we can recap it here. So. Yeah, no, it, it, um, you know, there's not much to talk about necessarily with it, but um, just wanted to mention that yeah, the trailer did come out this past week uh, for season two. This is one of those shows that started. Season one was only on Peacock, and now is moving to Bravo. So that was kind of one of those things we talked about a few weeks ago that a bunch of shows are um, that were exclusively streaming are now coming on to the main channel on TV. And so I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, how it does ratings wise and we'll we'll see, you know, how shows like that do that were just kind of. I don't know if you want to call it dumped onto streaming, but, but um, put on what some would consider to be kind of the lesser watched secondary, you know, streaming service rather than being kind of on the bigger platform of, of actual cable TV. So it'll be interesting to see now that those shows um, are starting to, to premiere now to see how they do. Um, I, I, Below Deck Down Under is a spinoff of the Below Deck franchise, um, and Captain Jason and Aisha, the Chief Stew, are, are the only two coming back from cast members coming back from season one. Um, but the trailer looked really good, so it'll be uh, we we'll see whether yeah, if, if you watch it, Molly, we can cover it here and <laughs> when it starts on July seventeenth, and a little over a month. Yeah, 
because I also I didn't get Peacock until the Traders came out. Yeah. So that's probably why I never watched it last year. Um, but now I can go back and watch season one as well. Yeah. And definitely. And watch season two now that I have Peacock. Because it is a great streaming service. <laughs> oh, I love Peacock. Peacock is my most used streaming service, yeah. hands down by a mile. Um, which is uh so interesting because I feel like it's not necessarily one of the most um or at least it was I feel like it's really having its moment right now with the traders and uh, now that it has a love island, um it has um Vanderpump rules I feel like you know with the extended reunions uh so I think Peacock is is really having having its moment right now so I'm glad and they have a sale right now like a promotion that's $20 for a whole gear do you sign up now oh really um and when I signed up it was like $5 a month which like still isn't bad but I'm like maybe I should cancel my $5 a month and just pay the $20 hey yeah definitely Um, is that with with ads I assume I think it is. Um, I can double check. You could read the fine print if you're curious. <laughs> I know, Michael, you already have it without ads. So this is for this is not paid advertising in any way. We just want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but we should be sponsored now. <laughs> yeah, and gosh, I hope the trader starts filming their her season two soon. I'm sure we'll um, we'll be getting some some spoilers on that with who's going to be on there pretty soon. Uh, so. Yes, that would be exciting. I want, I want to see that season now. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I, I was just actually thinking, should I rewatch season one again, <laughs> Traders? Because now we know what happens. Actually, I feel like that could be interesting because we were just like so of like in awe of like just like seeing what could happen and like not really knowing how the entire show would work because this was the first season. So now we went back. I feel like we would notice more things or like see like overall yeah. conversations more clearly, maybe. Yeah, well, I think it would, you know, if the traders was more like the mole where you didn't know who the traders were when you were watching it, um, then I think I would definitely want to go back and watch it again for clues to see, you know, things that I didn't pick up on before. But we did know who the traders were, so we wouldn't necessarily have that. But I still, it was such a great show still, even, even you know, knowing the outcome, I still think it would be entertaining to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Well, I think that's it for today's episode for all the news we had to share. Hopefully you guys enjoyed volume two. We'll continue this once we get more stories when there's like a week that we just see there's a lot going on. We want to share more in the news world. We'll do this continuously, just sporadically, no real schedule to it. Just whenever we feel like yeah, it. Probably every, I don't know, five or six weeks or so, I would think yeah. uh, we'll we'll want to do an episode like this to catch up on all the news that, that we miss on uh, episodes where we have a lot more to talk about of one specific show and don't have too much time to go deep into the, a bunch of news stories. Yeah, because we needed to talk about all the Vanderpump reunions and that could not be going on and before we talk about another show. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all for watching or listening. And uh, we will chat with you all soon next week. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye, Bye everyone.